What up, y'all? Um, we back, episode two. Um, thank y'all for uh, tuning in to episode one. Um, hope you understand a little bit more about who I am, uh, and uh, you know, so and why I'm here. Uh, this is the Dreams Don't Expire podcast, which me, Adam DDE. Uh, so I'm still working out the kinks on like how I'm going to intro this thing. So bear with me. This week, uh. I want to talk about uh, pushing past your anxiousness. I feel like I had like a mildly rough week. Um, I have moments where like I could be doing anything, right? And then my chest tightens up. Mm. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why do I feel like this? Um, But then like, you know, you kind of think about why you're feeling like that. And I'm like, just trying to breathe through it and, uh, going with my day. Um, I was, uh, I want to say it was Monday. Yeah. Monday. Um, I live in Austin. I work in Alpharetta. Uh, it's an hour fucking drive from my, (laughs) from my house to the office. I have to be there like three to four days a week. Uh, and I was just really, really anxious on Monday, just going to work. Uh, I think, um, feeling anxious about, you know, the things that I want to accomplish uh, in this season, uh, these next few months, weeks, uh, everything that's going on around me, you know, I just start to feel like a little bit of that pressure, right? Um, and so I am just on my way to work, and I'm like, all right, dog, what you about to do? Because. I know why you feel this way and um you're gonna be okay. You know, like I talk to myself a lot. You gotta have I, internal dialogue. I didn't I mean a lot. Like I'd be like, damn, I'm crazy. <laughs> you know, like and I I talked to my therapist about it and she's like super excited for me. I was like, Really? She's like, No, stay there. You know, like I love that. You know, like you gotta talk to yourself. You gotta like realize, you know, what I've realized is there's a lot of me, you know, I don't want to, you know, schizophrenia is like, that's a whole thing, right? Like multiple personalities. That, voices. Yes. That's, 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 that's different. That's different. That's right. Different. But, and so when I, when I start to internally speak to myself, I, I speak to different parts of me. I can speak to, uh, younger Adam, like as a kid, I, I identify, I, I can identify that person inside of me, uh, who I was before my father passed away, um, and who I became after. Um, and I, I started to through therapy and just being aware and open to like me, I can differentiate. That's, that's it. Right. Yeah, I mean, close enough. <laughs> I, I am the wrong person to ask about, uh, you know, but I, I know words and I know what you mean. Yes. Um, between. Yeah. Between the parts of me that I'm speaking to. Right. Indeed. I, um, so. As opposed to. There was a time in my life where I didn't know I had anxiety. Like. I. Maybe had an idea, but, you know. Being anxious and being depressed is 
when did you when did you was it therapy that put the 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 light bulb went off that okay you know or was it the um, society's uh, um, focus on mental health they started making or, or you know the the more we started to see people talk about anxiousness yeah. and anxiety and talk about depression did you started to say dang I those are the signs oh so those are the things uh, you know what was it that, that made it click for um, you well for me I um uh, my, uh, just a quick backstory my father passed away in 2006 uh, I moved to Atlanta immediately after um I as a child and just when we say immediately how long um my, my dad's funeral was in May. My dad died in May. His funeral was in May. I came to Atlanta. After the funeral, I stayed here for two weeks uh, with my homie Rob and Clint. And uh, I knew I wanted to live here. Went back. I moved back to I moved, officially moved to Atlanta in September, right after my birthday. Uh, and I've been here ever since. Um, but I know that he, back then, it's a stigma, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I think your dad may have been had a little anxiety or you don't really know what that is. Definitely not then. You just know, you know, my dad had nosebleeds or he was hyper. He does, he does these things. I knew him uh, to be a dreamer or wanting to do things, but never quite could do it, right? Like uh, his dream was to be a fireman or whatever. Um, and he he never got to actualize that dream. Um, but just over hearing stories about what he, you know, kind of what he's gone through. Um uh, as I, I would notice myself driving around the city, just, you know, still having pressure and wanting to be successful. That's just some I've always been. I would notice uh, a tightness in my chest. Assume that it, it's asthma. I grew up having asthma attacks. And so I'm like, I'm driving up 75. I got the rotor window down because I need air. You know, like I'm thinking, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. But I'm like, I'm not doing anything. You know, like it's not extreme. It's just not. I'm not running. I'm driving up the street. Why do I need air? You know, like, uh, and so just over time, it's feeling that. And then 2020, I started going to therapy because I started feeling like really missing my dad in that in those moments. Like I started, I you know. I would have moments where I had this hoodie that I used to wear. I'm, I'm like Linus. It was this a hoodie my mom got me. I would wear it just in the house, chilling. And then uh, before we moved in our house, we stayed in an apartment. Mine, I was in the house all day one day. And just a hoodie. I didn't have a TV on. I'm laying on the couch. And I'm just there, you know. And I'm chilling. Mine was like, what you do all day? I'm like, I haven't gone to sleep. Wasn't watching TV. I wasn't on my phone. I'm like, oh, I'm like depressed. You know? I I immediately threw, I was like, I can't wear this hoodie anymore. You know what I'm saying? I put this hoodie on and I feel something. But I just started noticing it for myself. And then ironically, 2020 is when I started going to therapy. But that's kind of when it all happened. Everybody's like, oh, mental health, mental health is real. And I'm like, damn, it is because... I personally deal with it, right? It seems like a fad now, but. Especially, I think some people use it as a scapegoat to do things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and not to say or victim shame anybody, or, mm-hmm. you know, not to put anybody in the space where it says, do you, you feel like you, this thing is valid. But I, I do think that we live in a, a society that, that uh, is high of mentality and kind of jump on the things, like right. I said, faddish type stuff. Yep, yep. So, 
But uh, because before that, like, what was it? Because then sometimes I'd be feeling like I'm depressed, and then it's nah, nigga, you just broke right now. I mean, but that 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 I think that because I saw that meme. You're not depressed. You 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 just broke right. I haven't seen that. I saw that meme. But that shit. I mean, that's real though. That shit ties. That could be. You could. I think you could still be depressed even if you're broke. I mean, when if you're broke, you it can cause you to be depressed. I think it, it might amplify some of those yeah, man, insecurities. It, it, yes, or, it amplifies it. You know what I'm definitely, saying? Definitely. So I, I think, agree. I, so I've, I've definitely, I know I lived in that space. Yeah. It's like, damn, I ain't, you know, shit just ain't hitting like When you ain't got, to. when you, when you don't have something. Yeah. That shit fucks with you. Oh man, I'm, I'm, I feel like J. Cole, I've been on the climb back for, for you know, like, so I feel like I'm on that now for myself. Yeah. Like, so I'm, I feel man. that. No, I, I agree 100%. I, I think that finance and where people are in life has a lot to do with your mental stability. And, like, how, how do you how do you remain strong when you're, like, down and out? Are you looking for something? Like, you're missing. There's something missing. Like, you need money. You got to pay a bill. That's anxiousness. That's, that's weight on your back. You got, I have to take care of my wife and my daughter, bro. Like, we always talk about black men. They talk about black men and, like, protect black men, which you should. Protect me, please. Uh, But, like, no, I mean, it's just real. You know what I'm saying? Like, being a black man, being a father, son, or whatever, like, that shit's pressure. I don't, it's an unbelievable amount of pressure that society puts on us. And we put on ourselves because, like, I got the weight of my family on my back. You know what, I mean? what was that first? That first, if you don't mind sharing, what was that? First, just to somebody who's never been to therapy, um, but what was that first therapy session like? Bro, I cried. Oh, it was, it was intense. Um, you go in there and not really sure of yourself, what you about to say. What is going to be asked of you? Um, but it's an an amazingly safe space. Uh, shout out my therapist, Margaret. <laughs> That's my girl. I've never seen her in public. We, we can't like be friends, you know. <laughs> like you can't be like friends with your public. But like, I uh, I truly truly appreciate her. Um, but. Yeah, no, like it, it was tough. Just like, because I could talk to you, I could talk to Monty, I could talk to my mom, I could talk to my sisters, but just to have that person that doesn't know you, but just like a a person that's listening to you and can kind of like guide you through your emotions and how you feel and why you feel this way or why you did this thing or why this happens to you. And you're like, oh, I didn't know that. Thank you. You know, helps you do all these things. But now the first session was was definitely um, emotional. Like I said, I uh, my original reasoning for going to therapy was uh, grief, dealing with the grief, uh, the death of my dad that I never dealt with, that I didn't know I never dealt with. Um, you get you. I think uh, everything that has happened in our lives has a cause and effect on us, whether we know it or not. You have no clue what an experience in your life has done to you. Like the butterfly effect, right? You've seen that movie? Of course. Man, 
It's so real. Like if had this not happened, your life would be this way. But this, this did happen. So now your life is like this. I remember the type of person I was before my father passed away. Confident. I knew I had an idea of like what I was about to do. I knew I felt in my bones that that shit was about to happen. Like I knew it. Uh, my teachers, are you going to be this? You, you know, they, people see me before I see myself. So I had that, like, I'm about to make it. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to do this. That person is still there. But, uh, once I lost my dad and then I moved here, I still had like goals and ambitions. Like I was really motivated to do things, but then just over time realizing like what happened. I moved here kind of like running away. And I didn't realize that I ran away until like I realized I ran away. Mm. Dang. Yeah, like. Dang. Um, I left my mom. I left my sisters. My whole family is in Kansas City. It's just me here. And uh, I, I'm, I'm next in line, you know? Like my dad is my dad. Not just my dad. He's the the golden child, right? Uh, he's my grandparents don't tell anyone favorite child, yeah. you know, like, yeah. so I naturally become a favorite, you know, my sisters, they're twins. Everybody loves my sisters, a favorite, my sisters, we love each other. Never a dull moment, never a fight. We've always been close. Um, I left them while I was in high school and I moved here trying to quote unquote, figure it out. And I like, try to figure it out my whole, figure out my life all by myself. Uh, but yeah, therapy over time, I realized like, nigga, you lost your dad when you was 20, you ran away, left your mom, left your sisters, and you've been trying to figure this shit out ever since. Ever since. Yeah. Um, How has all of that either helped or hurt the brand as you've been building it, as it's changed and as it's grown? I would say it hurt. I mean, the part that has helped or the part of me that continues to keep going, that's just who I am. That's my makeup is a person that keeps pushing forward. I want to say it's been a hindrance because of, of me just not being aware of me. Confidence, believing in yourself, but I don't have my, I don't got the main person that I feel like I can talk to, you know, like the 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 coach that that I don't got my coach. I don't have coach. I forgot, man. you know, I had men in my life, my before my father passed away, but I don't feel like I, I never had, in times of when I really really needed it, I didn't have anybody to like turn to. Dog, I I hundred percent agree. I you know just. To be able to have those conversations and, and to avoid some things that you could have avoided in life. Yeah, or, so much stuff you can avoid. You know, like, like, I got my uncle now. Yeah. Uh, which, ironically, is my dad. One, My dad's first cousin. He uh, lives here, his family. Um, But I didn't. I was so, like, caught up in myself and, like, not really thinking. When I got here, I should have tapped in him immediately when I got to Atlanta. I think I would be a different person from just from that. I'm a different person knowing him now. Like, I... I met. I moved here in 2006. I didn't meet my cousin until probably 2012 or 13 or something like that. 
after I even had started the brand. Um, but yeah, I didn't meet him until then. You know what I'm saying? Like I probably would have graduated college, um, been a little more focused. Um, but when I got here, man, I'm 21, no mom <laughs> in Atlanta. That's like that J. Cole song when he said he went to college and just like, he out here just doing everything. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, nah, I can get it. You you away from mom. You ain't in that crib no more. It's, it's different. You run yeah. in the streets. Running the streets, I can do. I'm going anywhere. You know, I can yeah. go here. Young creative. Yep. You know, and, and then it's like you, you put yourself in a whole different setting, like you said, to mask all that pain. Like, mm-hmm. It just you didn't. It, it was such a sensory overload being somewhere totally different. Yeah, because yeah. you couldn't look anywhere and see a day. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. we going to the old store or nope. we going to this gas station or mm-hmm. we going to this place. Like you, you know what I'm saying? That's so real. I never just, thought about it. Like I mean, to you, it is a sensory overload to where I don't think about it until I had to think about it. until like thing normal. until it is settled until yeah. like oh I live here. It's not surreal. It's anymore. not surreal. I live here. I'm married. I got a family. You know, I'm starting that life. And once I settled down and was that really, part? truly settled down is when, like, yeah. everything kind of, like, hit me with, like, a ton of bricks. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, shit. So now I'm now, you know, this whole time I'm, like, I'm searching for what's inside of me or how much of my dad am I really? Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's really what was driving me. I'm dealing with grief. I'm like, damn, I'm not doing right. He's not proud of me. He's not this. Is he proud of me? What would he say if I did this? All these things I'm asking my mom, like, yo, is my is dad proud of me? What you think? You know what I'm saying? Like, or you know, I'm I'm, I'm asking all these questions. Cause like I'm now in a position that he was in. You mm-hmm. know, like, oh no, he's he was a dad. I what I know for sure was my dad was a great dad. Like, that's my who I'm trying to be. You know what I'm saying? Like things aren't going the way you assume that they will go or you think that they would. It's like oh shit, I'm failing and I can't ask my person that I want, that I want to ask these questions to. He's not here. Right. My superhero. My superhero is not here. here. Everything. My person that I can say, I can, that I would, I, that I want to ask questions to, right? Like I have questions. I got questions about for my dad and I can't ask him, you know, like that's the hardest shit to deal with. I think, that person that was that's supposed to be here to guide you through this mm-hmm. thing. Yep. And you just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel you. I feel you. And it's just different in, 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 in the way that mine is different than yours. And, and, and I don't know. I, I say this and I know we're having conversation. I know it's okay, but, um, I might edit this, but, but just, uh, I hate to be that person that has a story for somebody that's telling the story. I just, I, but, um, my dad came later in life yeah. and where I didn't have that relationship younger with him. So, and then it's just like all those things that I started to think about. And it's like, dang, man, like all the, the hardships that to up to this point that I didn't have them and to hear you. And it's like, dang, I, I can still act now. I like, now that we do have a relationship and that it is cooler and he has bestowed information and all of those things I need to tap. And just hearing you talk, it's like, I need to tap in more. Yeah. I mean, and just to your point to say that, I think we all need our dad. Just no matter what, no matter what it is. As a black man, you need your dad. As a black man, dad. you need your dad. And no matter what point in life you get him, you know what I'm saying? We all need our dad appreciate at, that. At, at all points. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we need our dad. You want to grow with your father, right? Like, I did. I had the opportunity. I was blessed with that. But I lost my dad when I was 21. 
you know, there's people like you, you get your dad later on in life. You still need your dad right now, you know, like big facts. Use your dad. And I, and I feel like you, like yeah. from the, the, the very first conversation when I moved back to Atlanta from Oregon, or even when I moved to Oregon in, in that conversation when he dropped me off at the airport, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like just that's something my dad had never done for me yep. before. Mm-hmm. Never, we just little things like that. And then when I came back, I didn't have a car and he taking me to work every day. Right. Like I'm seeing my, my, me and my pops talking every mm-hmm. single day. I got to know my dad as a man. Like he got to know Andre as a man and it was just totally different. And that yeah. changed the trajectory for me, you know, and, and just, but, but, um, I just realized like, man, it's still so much I'm dealing with. So that's why I asked all those questions about therapy because I know I need it. And it's just, it's like, okay. Uh, the nervousness about going, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just because I, I, you know, I've, I've done some of the work myself. Um, one book that, that I suggest to anybody that's listening that um, was one of those eye openers for me was The Road Less Traveled um, by M. Scott Peck. Like, that was just a really good book that opened my eyes to the psychology itself. Mm-hmm. It was great, you know, for my spiritual growth and just understanding me and the way I think. And it's the first psychology book I ever read. And it was like, whoa. It just unlocked a lot and it just allowed me to be a therapist for myself. And, but there's still blind spots, obviously, you know, there's still things. Um, I now having gone to therapy and being therapy, being a big part of my life, man, I'm an advocate for it. Uh, I think we all should go need it at some point. Maybe you don't go as long as I've gone, but uh, I, I think uh, just from an awareness standpoint, uh, just to get past something, knock some door down, right? Like break through a barrier and get to somewhere else. Do you I, think now that, that, you know, having started that journey that you've seen more things come from dreams don't expire, like from a positive standpoint, like, okay, I started this therapy journey. I started dealing with that depression and that anxiety. And now that I've dealt with those things, dreams don't expire is better like is, has that has that started to happen um yeah i honestly think that's kind of like where i am right now that's why i started a podcast that's why i'm like really trying to focus on getting to where i'm going with it my therapist always tells me anxiety needs a plan and she always asks me like kind of like what i'm doing what are you doing what's the plan you know you know and i'm giving her oh, i want to do x x x y z i want to do this i want to do this i want to do this and she's like, okay, you know, she, li- you know, she's, there's, she's definitely not going to tell you, no, that's not a good idea. Uh, you kind of got to arrive to where you're, where you're going on your own. They just like, they'll guide you and listen to whatever you're saying. In therapy, I realize and like knowing that like, I've kind of like gained a focus. This is what you want to do. When I told her like what this was, what I'm like, where I am currently she was like, all right, let's go. You know, like, I'm so glad to hear that, you know, because before I was telling her I'm, I want to do four to five things, you know, like I'm about to do this. And if I don't do this all at the same time, I'm not going to be happy. We kind of like do our therapy sessions in seasons. Like we'll go, I started going every week and then, I, she's like, okay, I think you're doing good. I think we can go every two weeks. So you, I did that for a while, and then we might take a break. And I'll feel the feels and go where I'm doing. And then if I start feeling a little, I'll be like, hey, uh, let me tap in, and then we'll go back, do that. Uh, but so I think 
through therapy, I've, I've gained the focus, I've gained awareness, and now it's helped. It's I think it's helping. It's going to help DD from here on out. From my years of therapy, like I had to, I had to get here. I had to get past grief. I had to get past these things to get here. Like, and I think that's what therapy does. That's what it'll do for you. You know what I'm saying? No matter what you're working on, you ain't finished. The work's not done, right? Like, there's so much more. I'd be thinking, like, I mean, I'm still scared. Like, my mom wants to do therapy, you know, like. Have you ever thought about, like, family therapy? Yeah, like, we've, that's kind of, like, something that we're kind of, like, toying with. Because we've never, like, handled this, this thing that we all have in common together. My mom said my sisters and her did like some grief counseling, I think, in the beginning when it first happened, but I didn't. I'm like, I don't remember that. She was like, I remember I asked you, you just like you didn't want to do it or something like that. I was like, I don't know. But now like I'm that shit scares me, you know. But also, it could be the missing piece. That could be the key that unlocks me to go boom over here. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be like, and I'm I'm like, you sure you want to do this? I get, you know, when I hear that and I be looking and I, and I sometimes like, so I get in my head and I be like, dang God, like, how did you bless, just for example, like Kanye with all the shit that Kanye got and look at his mental health. Like, I'm like, yo, I done did the work. I'm like, da, 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 da. Like, but I'm not blessed in this way, but I, I feel like I'm, I'm, you know, so much richer in so many other ways. Yeah, you but feel I think I'm your time, everybody, your time is coming, bro. I know, like just like you was talking to like like uh, last episode, like how you when you see some of these brands, how they successful, sometimes it get to you, just mm-hmm. like, especially like the how they got there. I don't, I hate that comparison thing, but just sometimes with with different things, it'd be like that. Like man, my, my shit hard, my shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I be thinking about that, like like dang man, why ain't on? Like why? Yeah. You know what I'm and and that, but but I I, I think like some of those things start to and crept in for for a while like especially when i when i when like uh i had to move and and, and all that happened like so it just kind of crushed my confidence and it just changed everything for me mm-hmm. so just to be able to work back in and get those to get to get you know just to to kind of feel the resemblance of a normal self mm-hmm. like you just don't even realize when you are broken you realize it when you're on the couch and you've been there all day am i'm broken Mm-hmm. And I ain't did nothing. Somebody, what did you do? I ain't, damn, I really didn't, didn't do nothing. nothing. It's not. I wasn't aware. I didn't know I was depressed. I didn't know. I didn't even know I could be depressed. I'm. That's not me. I'm not a person that gets depressed. I so I thought. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I I never thought like I would deal with that. You know, you've seen people being depressed and you hear about anxieties and stuff like that. But I'm like, I let it. I, I, and it's not me. This is where I think I need to have those conversations. I love having a conversation with you and some of my other friend, close friends that um kind of helped me get through but i just think that just those 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 big breakthroughs i i, I just like all right i need to i recommend therapy you know what i'm saying like i'll be trying to tell you like you go you go when you gonna get your therapist you know what i'm saying i think i sent you my therapist information josh didn't say, like it, it, and it, and it and it's one of those things man that like the nervousness behind it all bro. i mean you are right to be nervous like but don't be nervous I feel it. It's going to be, it's okay. And it's one of them, and, and then the morbid side of me is like, boy, I'm telling you, don't wait too late. You you could have been, you could have fixed some shit before you got up out of here. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, Cause you get, there's things that we have to work on. There's stuff that there's a, there's, if, if you want something and you don't got it, there's a block. There's something that's getting in your way. Mm, and that's real. Like there, I, I realized that something now, about man. you is stopping you from getting it. <laughs> this is all I could talk about a whole nother thing from just all the information and stuff that I've taken in and read. Like, 
your intentions, you have like you might say your outer intentions, right? But there's some uh, your real intentions or something. There's something else. Your hidden intentions. You might say something, but then there's another intention inside of you that is the truth. Mm. You know, that's some real. Shit. You know, like there's. Oh yeah, I intend to do this, but what do you really intend to do? I, I would say just to even bring it back to like why I started this episode on pushing past your anxiousness and where I was like. I credit therapy and the awareness to be able to push past things. Now, when I'm feeling anxious, when I feel myself feeling uh, mildly depressed or something, I can, I lean into my therapy and I, I feel the feels. I express myself, talk to myself and kind of let that, let it go. No, no matter where you were, like, no matter where I'm at, I like, I'll take my moment. I was in the car. I'm like, all right, about to go into work. Say what you got to say. Why you feel this way? Take it on in. You know, I told you this la- the last time I said it on the, you know, our first episode, like, where we at right now? I feel like I don't have time for anxiousness. You know, like, I got to push past that shit. I can't let it get me down. Because I got my daughter and my wife are depending upon me. You know what I'm saying? I can't soak. I can't sit there. Feel it. Acknowledge it. And let's move past it. It is is what it is. This is the Dreams on Inspire podcast. Uh, I'm Adam DDE. You can follow me on Instagram at Adam DDE. Follow the brand at Dreams on Inspire underscore. Um, we're on Facebook, Dreams on Inspire brand. Um Get your latest DDE merch drops at dreamsonaspire.com. I'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace.